you might try sometimes when the mind's really chattering a lot, monkey mind, to just make your awareness not one-pointed, but really big, like big sky mind. So let the monkey just jump up and down in this huge room, right? Make your awareness really big. Almost like put the monkey in a field or a big airplane hangar and just let it be there. And then your awareness is bigger than any mind chatter. So it's just helping you see that. But if you're trying to follow the monkey around with your awareness or corral it back, sometimes that works, but when it doesn't work, just go macro, go big, go global, and just let yourself be almost like a godlike awareness that the monkeys did it, and it's like, who cares? It's happening within this big, giant presence of awareness. Pema Chodron has a great story about frogs in a bowl, and she said her mind is basic, like, say you have like 17 frogs and you have like a small bowl, right? Or a bowl big enough for all of them, but it's smallish. And she said, I mean, really, how many are you going to get all 17 in a bowl at once? No, you might get five in and then two jump out, and then you get 10 in. And if whatever state of mind that takes to go, okay, not all of them are going to be in there. You're just doing the best you can to get the frogs near the bowl and in the bowl for a little while. But eventually you just get really relaxed about it. All right, the frogs are jumping out and you would just have this presence of mind that would... Not all the 17 frogs... Maybe for one half a second. (laughs) Love the process. Let yourself love the process of monkey mind. And just relax. It'll settle down. Or it won't, and you'll just be at peace with it, not settling. The other piece, and this is just from me as a social worker wearing my therapist hat, but sometimes when our minds really chatter, there's some emotion or need we're not addressing. And you just might talk to that part and say, what is scary about being quiet? Or what's hard about being quiet? Almost like there's a little kid in the room that's running around. I don't want to sit. I don't want to sit down. I don't want to sit down in that chair. And then they sit down, they jump up like an, an attention deficit kid. Just treat it like that. Like, what, what's, what's going on? What is going on? With really gentleness, not trying to fix, but just total caring and gentleness. Why is it hard to sit? Why is it hard to get quiet? What, what, what might you be afraid of in getting quiet? I was talking to somebody the other day who has to run out of their room and sits, and she's so afraid of getting quiet and what she might find that her system just boots her out of it. So we're working on her sitting by herself and touching these tender places that are difficult in the quiet and getting she's getting more confidence. Nothing bad's going to happen. So stay curious as to what the emotion might be that's going on with that, that needs attending. 
And it's like when we sit, all our parts we haven't been listening to start speaking up. And that's not a bad thing. Because we really know how to tenderly hold and cradle a baby who's crying or even a three-year-old who's like, ah, anxious, right? We just know the correct amount of tenderness and connection. You know, you don't scream at a three-year-old who's anxious. Well, hopefully you don't. So think of these things coming up almost like little kid, really little kids, and then you'll know exactly the right energetic way to be with them. We each have a really great internal mom, whether you're a man or a woman, that just knows how to hold a crying baby and connect with it and help it come back and settle back into just calm again. So each one of these afflictive mind states, just be with it like a very young child and that restlessness uh, as well. We make it so complicated when all we have to do is go back to holding babies. <laughs> oh. This is like how far I've come, 35 years of practice. Just, like, Just hold the baby. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.